NBA Strayer, how are you going? How are you going? It's Thursday, December 2nd, all day. No word of a lie. And I'm your host, James Clements. I'm a writer sometimes for Rolling Stone, Triple J, whoever else wants to pay me that sweet, sweet folding stuff. Here in Larry Armour Studios, hanging out. There's another storm about to start. <laughs> Back-to-back days. It's going to be gnarly. Jesus. One of them shook their house yesterday. It was nuts. Anyway, we're giving you the lowdown, all the ins and outs of the NBA season. While repping Straya, just a bit. That's what we do. We don't take things too seriously. Leave that for the nerds. Jeez, bro. Oh, we better be serious about basketball talk. Bro, it's basketball. Chill out. Right. Injuries are piling up now. We've got Bam out for a bit of time. Dame's out. We had net issues in Boston today. Cat hurt his bum. Jeez. Uh, but we're going to talk about the nine games today in the NBA straight. Game wraps. We've got a juicy slab, but that's not a knife. Old mate, no mate. Spot of the night. Better than Lonzo Ball. There's yeah, Nas, there's the unpopular opinion of the day, and there's our back take house, where we're serving up a flame grill take. There's a uh, Australian player watch. We've also got Kiwi Corner, because it's Thursday, and uh, a bit of a preview and pick for uh, the games tomorrow. That'd be nice. Lantus, yes. Uh, and we'll finish up with a brand new diary of Stephen Adams. That's right, the big fella's back. Good to have him back, too. Right, right, let's get into it. Episode 711. Oh, jeez. Better buy me a donut. Let's go. All right, support for NBA Australia is brought to you by Manscaped, the men's below-the-waist grooming champions of the world. They offer precision-engineered tools for your family jewels, and they just launched... Their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawmower 4.0, all across Australia and New Zealand. Tell you what, I bought one for the old man for his 60th, and he loves it. So he's joined over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped, and so can you with this exclusive exclusive offer, even, just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code STRAYER over there at manscaped.com. So, luckily enough, you know, got to be one of the first folks to try the new 4.0. I love it. Bloody love the thing. Chopping initials into stuff. But really, you're just out there taking care of your junk with a really good body hair trimmer. Because it's just like this household, no bloody nicks. No nicks, mate. No nicks here. You've got the ceramic blade, the advanced skin safe technology. I'll tell you what, it's basically about the confidence of just going to town on your uh, nether regions without going, oh, geez, I might take a bit of a chunk out of it. What are you doing? a very nice change so go check it out they've also got you know it's got a light it's wireless it's waterproof it's got everything you need and the other thing is manscaped have a whole bunch of other products you can check out as well so basically it comes down to the simple fact if you're using the same nut trimmer that you use on your face vice versa that's gross you're just putting your nuts on your own face what are you doing you're basically teabagging yourself get a hold of yourself man right so get your own ball hair body hair trim with manscaped make me down the best time and enhance your confidence with some no smooth boyos. Your balls will thank you, and so will anybody else who goes anywhere near them, which is what it's really all about. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code STRAYER at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code STRAYER, unlock your confidence, and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. This is Matthew Delvedover, and you're listening to NBA Australia.
Watch out for the shack attack. Ah, you better. Or you better watch out for the Adam Silver attack if you're the bulls in heat. That's right. Let's get into that in a second about tampering. Oh, jeez. It's the Daily Whip Around. Let's do it. Bulls heat. They got busted for tampering. Oh, jeez, Jimmy. must have been pretty big. No. Four months they spent investigating this, the NBA. And you know what happened? Fuck all, mate. The Bulls and Heat will lose a second-round draft pick each because of uh, tampering. Premature discussions with uh, in free agency with Lonzo and Kyle Lowry. So they're going to lose their next available second-round pick after uh, the investigation, right? They cooperated with the investigations. They checked their emails, checking phone logs, all that good stuff. And you might wonder, as I have, Yo, what the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit, are you kidding? A second round pick for this shit where they then signed the dude and it took him four fucking months? The NBA, come on. If there's ever been a time that you need to hire me as a common sense fucking vice president of common fucking sense, Adam Silver, my phone number is right there. Give me a bell. You'd be like, Jimmy, so these guys tampered. Uh, is a second round pick a good find? No, you idiots. That's what you gave the bucks and they didn't even fucking sign the guy, you idiots. What are you doing? They'd be like, oh, right. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> so we'll talk about that again later. Bam! Out of bio. He's out four to six weeks. Huge injury for the Heat. Uh, Bam is like, they've missed Jimmy Butler the last couple of games. Big Boudicca Larry is uh, not on fire at the moment. Duncan Robinson can't hit the side of a fucking barn. At least they got Tyler Hero back today. Still lost, but still. Miami. Losing Bam, uh, he's got a two, was it torn UCL in his thumb? So that's fuck. That's the uh, collateral ligament. Not great. It's going to be a painful one for Bam, um, and obviously he's a huge part of that Miami team. They do have Dewey and Deadman uh, that they can sort of plug into that role, but he's not as good as Bam. <laughs> you know, that's how that one goes. So it's a really, really tough loss for the Heaters. Uh, Dame, likewise, is out for uh, about a week and a half, maybe two weeks, with lower. Abdominal tendinopathy. Nailed it. Um, bit of a rough one for Dame. And obviously a very rough one for the Blazers. Especially the timing. Sort of does get them towards the, uh, you know, middle to end of December. Where they'd have to make some big decisions. The trade market opens up. How are we looking? What do you reckon? How's our team gelling? If they don't have Dame for two weeks right now. Makes everything just a little bit fucky. And plays perfectly into Neil O'Shea's hands of not do anything and... Pray that I keep my job for a bit longer. Anyway, that sucks for Blazers fans. Devin Booker, he's out for the next few games. Oh, they reckon. They're being deliberately vague because Booker, uh, it's a hammy that he suffered in that Warriors game yesterday. And they're kind of like, yeah, Booker, we'll just take it slowly, which is obviously very smart. Booker is a weird one because sometimes he's he rushes back from injury. Sometimes it takes a little bit longer and you're like, huh? So, look, you don't fuck with hammies, though. That's just a general rule. Don't fuck with them. You don't fuck with backs. You don't fuck with feet. You don't fuck with uh, hammies and rest it. I mean, you're on a fucking 17-game winning streak. You can just chill for a second. And then finally, last couple of little bits here. Kobe. Kobe White and Bones Highland and Austin Rivers all in the health and safety protocol. COVID. That's right. Kobe White, second fully vaccinated Bulls player to cop the uh, breakthrough case. Tough one. And Bones and Austin... Uh, similar vibes. Uh, I think they're still undergoing testing or whatever. But, jeez, joining LeBron, who then today tweeted out, oh, jeez, there's something fishy going on, man. Man, there's some fishy shit going on, I reckon, says LeBron in a tweet. 
uh, where the tweet was very, uh, very classic LeBron, who tweets like your auntie, you know? Something, hmm, emoji, something is real fishy, fish, fish catch, fish, other fish going on. He went through and used literally every fish emoji he could find. Like, try to convince me that LeBron, a 36-year-old man, isn't actually your 52-year-old auntie. I'm just saying. Come on. Grow up. (laughs) Something fishy going on. Right, let's get into the game wraps for today. Oh, Ben Simmons' latest on that is that uh, Doc was asked about it. He was like, yeah, I don't have to deal with that. That's uh, that's Daryl and uh, Elton Brand's problem. I deal with the players who are playing. (laughs) And apparently Ben also, after it was sort of pointed out that him training with... uh, at St. Joe's there in Philly instead of at the actual Sixers, uh, you know, practice facility. Might have been an NCAA violation. He's now had to, like, go somewhere else, which is fucking funny. So, right, let's get into it. Game wraps. 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 Awesome day. Had some belter games. Atlanta overcame Indy 114-111. Hilarious one. Uh, because this was tied as hell all game, obviously. It's like a three-point game. Hawks looked at this under control in the third. Indy rattle off a 15-2 run and take the lead out of nowhere. Looks like it's all clicking. Then, of course, it just goes back and forth the rest of the way. Atlanta got their noses in front, stayed up, and then every time they'd sort of maybe try to pull away just that little bit, the Hawks, the paces, they just pull something out of their ass and that'd be a three. The Suvlaki King would get in, get a uh, and one, whatever. Right towards the end, after John Collins, John Collins, it's a total cocktail, misses a free throw, uh, old sleepy eyes Jeremy Lamb makes his massive late three. It's a one-point game again. Trey Young brings the ball up, loses it. And Brogdon sort of putting a bit of pressure. Brogdon gathers up the ball, gets it, to, like runs up, starts a fast break. Chris Duarte, the rookie on the other side, gets it back from Brogdon, jumps up in the air for a layup to tie the goal. He missed it. Oh, he missed it. Game winner. Actually, I think it would have been because, yeah, it was a one-point game. Oh, jeez. 0.9 seconds left and he misses the game-winning layup. Kevin Huerta actually had, you know, he tugged on his uh, jersey there a bit, but, jeez, bit of a tough one. Missed the layup. Still, Trey Young hits two free throws. Brogdon has a fang at the half-court game tire at the end uh, as they inbound. Just misses. It's the first of our two that actually happened today. They came very close. So for the Pacers, the Suvlaki King, he goes 22, 10, and 4. He shot 9 of 10 from the floor. He was awesome. Our Presidente Malcolm Brogdon, 27, 6, and 9. Nice. Uh, three steals, but he shot 1 of 6 from 3. Not ideal. Uh, 17 and 9 for Big Miles Turner. Uh, he had two blocks as well. Sleepy Eyes, he had 11. Duarte had 11, but he went 1 of 6 from 3. I'll tell you the big problem, though. My sweet baby, Carrots Levert, having come back from his uh, back injury, not great. 3 of 13 in this one. 0 of 4 from deep. Absolutely brutal scenes, and he's exactly what they need right now. They need that extra wing score, and it's just not there without him and uh, TJ Warren. Well, with TJ Warren still on the shelf, I mean, it's brutal. For the Hawks, Trey was awesome. He had 33 and 10. Uh, shot 13 and 27. He was great. 19 for Huerta. He shot 8 of 11. Like, they just couldn't fucking miss. It was awesome. John Collins, that's a Tyler Cocktail at 14, 12 for Lou Will, 11 for Darrell Wright. They shot 51% as a team and 16 of 33 from three, the Hawks. Yeah, that'll do. Indy now dropped to 9 and 15. Atlanta writing the ship. They're 12 and 10. Uh, they needed that one as well. Shorthanded. They're without, obviously, Bogdan Bogdanovich. They're without Cam Reddish. I mean, they're out with DeAndre. Hannah! Obviously, so 
Anyone they can bank up right now, pretty bloody good. Orlando came out of nowhere to beat Denver. 108-103, hilarious scenes. Denver kicking the fuck out of the Magic, then bang. Couple of turnovers, bit of a scoring drought, and the Magic had it down to seven. Then they kept flying back and won the bloody game. It was bonkers. Will the thrill records he got fouled at the last shot, but shit, Franz Wagner basically capped this huge run with about a minute 45 to go and put him up. And it was just like, holy shit, Orlando actually going to do this? And Cole Anthony was just doing everything he could. He was awesome. And the Joker, look, it's one of those things with the magic. They've just got so many big dudes sometimes. They can throw Wendell and Mo Bamba. And Franz has got a bit of size. They just sort of smothered the nugs down the stretch. It was crazy and weird. And great. So, Joker, he was held to 18, 15, and 7. He shot 7 of 19, which is crazy for the Joker. Missed all five of his threes. He had five turnovers as well. 22 for Monty Morris. If Monty Morris has 22, you're going to usually win that game if you're the Nugs. But unfortunately, apart from the 17, 8, and 3 from Air Gordon, uh, very little else. 14 points for Will the Thrill, but he shot 5 of 13. They were just all over the shop, the Nugs. It's that uh, Florida air, you know? Just gets in your head. Ice cold. Ice cold, Anthony. He was unreal. 24, 8, and 7 with zero turnovers. Uh, 19 left for Wendell Carter Jr. Franz Wagner. Hello. Looking like an awesome rookie. He's crushing at the moment. He shot 6 and 9. Nice. Uh, for 15 points. He's a weapon. I love him. Even Mo Wagner enjoyed this one. He had 12 in this. Uh, but Mo Bamba went 1 of 6 from downtown. I love it. Oh, just keep shooting. Just keep shooting. Just keep shooting. Anyway, Denver dropped to 10-11. Orlando up to 5-18. Minnesota! Oh, this is a tough one. Minnesota probably should have won this, but uh, D-Lo. D-Lo just decided they weren't going to. Washington out-execute them down the stretch. Win this one, 115-107. This was really tight in the first half. Uh, Minnesota even led, I think, after the half by about four. And then... They just outshot them in the second half. They lose Cat late to the Wolves after he goes up for a dunk and sort of slips off as he's hanging onto the rim, sort of lets go and just lands right on his ass, right on his tailbone. It looked fucking brutal. And they lose the game to the T-Wolves. You're like, they were right there. But as I said, the problem was Cat, it was awesome. Broke his bum, but he had 34 and 10. Ant-Man had 25 points. He went 4 of 9 from 3. Jimmy, what's the problem then? D-Lo! That's right. D'Angelo loves just fucking shit up, doesn't he? 3 of 18. What an absolute spud. 1 of 12 from downtown. D'Angelo, stop fucking shooting it, you dummy. 3 of 18. 1 of 12 from 3. There's just got to be a point in your brain where you're like, oh, I guess I just don't have it today. D'Angelo Russell does not have that voice in his brain. He's like, nah, man, just keep shooting. It'll be fun. Nah, man, this is D'Angelo Russell time, man. We're going to fucking win this one, eh? And it was horrible. Like, he and Malik Be- so Beasley goes 3 of 7. And uh, it's like, just Cat and Ant-Man are your dudes. D'Lo, what are you fucking doing, mate? That is just boneheaded shit to the max. Uh, for the Wiz, Beal had 19 on 20 shots. Trez, though, was the big one. 27 he went for. 11 and 12 from the floor. That's amazing. And uh, 18 and 10 for three blocks of Daniel Gafford. He's a... Uh, after coming back from his sort of injury layoff, he's been looking really good. Love me some Dan Gafford. 15 points for Davis Batans. He's back, baby. He went 3 or 4 from downtown. The man with the stripped damage be a dollar. Dinwiddie had a rough one. 1 and 9 for him. 1 and 7 from downtown. 11 assists, though. So you can't really uh, shit on him. Kuzma had 5 points, but he had 6 rebounds, 5 assists, and 3 blocks. Did a little bit of everything. 
Minnesota now 11-11, Washington 14-8. Boston hosted Philly, and this game fucking sucks. 88-87, Philly couldn't score early. Boston were like there to put the boot in, and then uh, the bench came in. Sixers bench, I think, they're at, well, early in the second quarter, they had 18 of their 26 points. It was crazy. Embiid didn't make a shot until about, what, just under three minutes left in the first half. Maxi couldn't hit a fucking thing. The second half, they delayed by a net. The back of the net sort of popped out. They had to fix that twice. It was pretty gnarly. Uh, but this game just, look, it just stunk. Like, every time someone looked like they were about to take control, the other team would pull them back, get a stop, do a little run of their own, and off they'd go. And it was just absolutely gnarly. Like, Tatum was okay. Seth Curry would do stuff. Shake Milton would shake loose. It literally came down to the last minute. Danny Green hits a huge three after Embiid shit the bed. Passed up an open three for no real reason. Drives into people, kicks it out. Danny Green nails it. One point game. And then, of course, oh, well, it must be a really close game. Who's going to win this for Boston? It must be Jason. Ah, oh, no, that's German Rondo's music. Danish shooter. And so on, because that's what he's hearing in his head the entire time. He's like, oh, I've got this. Everyone's like, Dennis, pass the ball. He's like, nah, I've got this. Uh, leaves it well short. I'm pretty sure it half got blocked as well. Either way, one point game, six seconds left. And then the Sixers really fucking six it up this game, didn't they? Oh, they really six it up. Doc really docked this one. Tobias Harris, really Tobias Harris to this one. Six seconds left. Tobias Harris, he gets the inbounds and just sort of does nothing. <laughs> Dribbles around, bubbles the ball. Al Horford just crowds him. Tobias Harris is like... What do I do? Drives left, gets to the top of the three-point line, isn't even looking for a shot, misses Danny Green completely uh, next to him as Tatum shades off, heading towards Corkmaz. So Corkmaz is suddenly thrown the ball and has to shoot over the top of fucking Time Lord Robert Williams and Tatum flying in as well. Of course, the shot gets blocked. Boston win. <laughs> it was an ugly, stupid game. Uh, the Celtics still have fuck-all spacing. Jalen Brown looked pretty gimpy. But the same thing sort of went for the Sixers. Like, Embiid was shit, Harris was shit, Maxi was shit, and they still almost won, which is crazy. Uh, both their defenses, like, it's one of those games where you're like, geez, the defenses must be locked in. Nah, just kind of like everyone missed shots. It was just brutal. Anyway, uh, Embiid goes 3 of 17. Maxi goes 3 of 13. At least Seth Curry had 17 points. Tobias Harris, 4 of 11. It's one of those things where, again, you know how much I love to shit on Tobias Harris here on this, on this here program, NBA Australia. It's because of games like this. Tobias, we don't have Ben Simmons. Everybody else is having a bit of a struggle. Can you get us some points? He's like, nah, nah, I'm good. Nah, nah, I'm just, I'm fine. Eight points on four of 11 shooting. Fuck you, Tobias Harris. Shake Milton at least had 16 off the bench, but uh, yeah, not much else going on for the Sixers. Tatum at 26, a career-high 16 rebounds. He shot 9 of 20, 3 of 8 from 3. Still didn't really feel like he was taking over the game. It's one of those games, very, very Tatum-y, where you sort of turn around and go, oh, yeah, he's, he's hit a few shots. And then you go, oh, fuck, he's got 26. Uh, Jalen Brown, he uh, shot nine points. But more importantly, more importantly, oh, no, what did he go from the floor? Oh, shit. Yeah, he went 3 of 11. We get the joke, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> Al, Al Horford, he had 11. 
You said five blocks. He was awesome. And so did Time Lord. He had three blocks. He was crushing it. Ten points as well. Smart. It went two of seventy. Had six points. And it says, should that. And then it should that. This game is mine. Mine. Thirteen points on twelve shots. <laughs> Enus Freedom. Uh, Enus the Penis Freedom. Fox News' favorite contributor at the moment. Two of seven from the floor. Gross game. I love them talking about, oh, this is why they brought Enos Cantor in to throw it in Embiid. Embiid is just weirdly worried by size sometimes. And between Time Lord, Al, and Freedom, you can sort of see the uh, idea behind it. So good on him. Philly dropped 11 11. Boston, 12 and 10. Oh, watch out! Cleveland! Beat the shit out of Miami, 111 85. The discarded by LeBron Bowl. Talking about discarded by LeBron, Kevin Love decided to rock up and take some fucking names and kick some ass. I'm here to kick ass and chew gum, and I've run out of gum. Uh, they dominated the first half, the Cavs. Mobley was just fucking just choking out everybody. There were times where, like, Tyler Heroes, like, sized up Mobley's like, oh, I can dribble, dribble around this guy. Couldn't. Gets to the rim. I can shoot over him. Couldn't. And uh, time and time again, it was crazy. They had, like, 11 more rebounds at the half. It was insane. Just the size of the Cavs obliterated Miami without Bam, and uh, they smoked him. Like that, Garland just kept attacking the third quarter. Allen was awesome. Mobley was awesome. Kevin Love was just knocking in threes. They stuck the boot in. They're up 24 going in the fourth, and that was it. Uh, Hero 21, 11 and 13 for Dwayne, dead man. Uh, Big Buddha Kalari stepped up. Oh, no, he didn't for two of nine. Mm, one of five from three. Uh, heat culture, seven points, four assists. Uh, the big problem, though, for the Heat is that Duncan Robinson couldn't throw a fucking, like, <laughs> couldn't throw a sausage into the ocean. Oh, of seven. Oh, of six of which came from three in 20 minutes. Guess what? He's going to pop up again later. Strews and Gabe Vincent were okay. 10 and 11, respectively. He went 5 of 10 from downtown combined, but no one else could hit a shot. 12 of 37 from three. 37% from the floor for the Heat. How good to the Cavs, though? 55% for them. They go 16 of 31 from downtown. That's unreal. And uh, Kevin Love. He was a big part of that. 6 of 8 from downtown. He had 22. Mobley! He had 17, 11, and 4 with 4 blocks. 5 of 10 from the floor. He was awesome. 19, 11 with 5 blocks for Go the Fro Jared Allen. When you got dudes just cranking up 9 blocks in a game, get the fuck out of here. Cleveland! Cleveland! Rule! Garland had 16 and 7. Lowry! Look, he was the bad one. 2 of 8 today. That's a girl's name, marketing. Rupi! Oh, Ricky Tiki Tata! Uh, 6.6 assists for him. 1 of 5. Didn't matter. Miami dropped to 12 and 9. Just behind him. Cleveland! Cleveland! Who 12 and 10. Unreal. Charlotte, Milwaukee played an absolute blinder! 127, the Bucks win it. It's Milwaukee. Here it's Algonquin for the good land. 127, they beat the Charlotte Hornets. 125. This was great. What a great game. Boogie! Boogie! Makes his debut for the Bucks. It looked okay. Uh, but this game was fucking sweet. It was close all game. The Hornets are in control of a bunch of it. Lamello was kind of doing everything. They were getting uh, contributions up and down the roster with the... Hornets and Lamello. Look, every time the Bucks threatened, it felt like Lamello or Gordy was just there with like a big shot, and they kind of just kept in front until I think it was like the third quarter. The Bucks got their it was like, yeah two minutes left in the third quarter. They finally got a lead, but then every time the Bucks got up, Lamello or Gordy again would hit a massive shot and pick it back. Like and it just kept going. Like Gordy elbowed Grayson Allen in the face. Uh, that's white-collar crime, I feel like. Uh, Grayson got called for a foul. That's classic. Uh, but the last two minutes of this game was absolutely fucking bonkers. Turnovers, bad shots. Less than a minute. Bucks are down 122-120. Middleton smoked a three. He is so fucking clutch. Lamello turns it over, then Giannis turns it over back on an offensive foul. Gordy misses a nice little sort of jumper. 
but the Hornets take forever to foul off that. It's like there's 17 seconds left, and you're down, you idiots. What are you doing? But so Middleton finally gets fouled, nails the free throw, so the Bucks are up three. Six seconds left. LaMelo Ball absolutely fucking smokes the game-tying three, gives him 36 for the game. It was an insane shot. But then Bucks timeout with that six seconds left. Giannis off the inbound, so the pass pass, he's got a bit of a run-up. He's got a head of steam, just charges the paint and makes a fucking wild layup that wins the game. It like kind of comes in off the bottom of the backboard and it rolls around and in. Miles Bridges, though, misses the half-court three by fucking not much, I'll tell you that much. Uh, but ball game bucks, this was awesome. If you're going to watch a game today, watch this one. Lamelo, he was great, 36-9. and nine. Uh, five rebounds, three steals a block. He had seven turnovers, but you get that on the big jobs. 22 and nine for Miles Bridges, 18 for Gordy, Terry Rose. Eight assists, 10 points. You shot three of 10, but Oubre had 25 off the bench as well. Talk about hitting big shots every time Charlotte needed one. Oubre just kind of filled in the gaps. He was perfect today. Uh, Giannis, 40 points, 12 rebounds, nine assists. He's going to pop up again later. Chris Kate Middleton. Yep. Lamelo threatened to be Meghan Markle there for a second. Middleton, 21-6-5. Giannis proved that he's actually the queen mom. Uh, everyone, you know, loves him. Four of eight from three. 16 for Grayson Allen. 11 and seven for Drew Holiday. 11 for Patty C and George Hill as well. Boogie at seven and four. It wasn't bad. So good on him. 13-11 out of the Hornets. Millie Walkay, 14-8. Dallas kicked the shit out of New Orleans. 137-109. Uh, no, 139-107. Flip it up and reverse it. There we go. The Mavs leapt out of the gates. Luca at 18 in the first quarter. This was awesome. I was watching this going, oh, shit. He just keeps scoring. He's going to have 100. Uh, but he didn't have to. <laughs> he barely played after that. This was a belting. And they got up massive. They're up 18 after that first. And they just didn't let up. They put in the boot. Away they went. They're up 37 at one point. This game was over. Uh, they set a franchise record. They shot 57 of 83 from the floor. 68.7% did Dallas. This is the Dallas Mavericks. They've had a good offense, like, for fucking the last 20 years, basically. That's insane. Uh, so for the Pelican Spindles, they were the Pelicans today. Only bloke who was half decent. He had 29. Uh, Jonas Valenowitzki. That's right. That's better than fucking Dirk Valentunas. It's an entirely different person. Who thought that was a good idea? Oh, we'll call Jonas Valentunas Dirk Valentunas. That's just a different name. You've got to take Dirk's name and work it into Jonas's name. So Jonas Valenowitzki is way better, you idiots. Unfortunately, he also went 1 of 8 today. <laughs> 0 of 4 from down. Down. Jeez. Devontae Graham, look, 13 and 6 for him. He shot 5 of 12. Whatever. The Pelicans suck. Luke had 28, 4 and 14 in 27 minutes. He was amazing. The Extreme Zinger Meal. He was back and he was supercharged. Supercharged Zinger Burger. They didn't know if he was going to play. And he warmed up. He's like, yeah, the ankle feels fine. 20 and 10. Shot 9 of 15. He did go 1 of 6 from 3, though. Hardaway the lesser goes to the bench. Shot 6 of 9. Nice. And uh, <laughs> 16 points. Sniper alert! Reggie Bullock! He went 2 of 3! Watch out! Sniper alert! Sniper alert! Reggie Bullock! And Jalen Brunson at 17. <laughs> New Orleans 6 and 18. Dallas 11 and 9. Uh, OKC lost a heartbreaker to Houston, 114-110. Josh Giddy was out for OKC, a non-COVID-related illness. Get better soon, Josh. Got to build up that, uh, you know, that sort of immune system. I'll tell you what, like in six years in the States, I don't think I really got sick. I got sick like maybe once. I don't know what it was. And then since I got home, if you listen to this show on the reg, you know I've been fucking slapped around by a litany of ailments. It's fucked. I don't know what it is in Australia. 
It's just that my immune system is so used to it here, it turns into a super immune system in the US and just stays pretty fucky here. <laughs> Weird. Either way, what a win for Houston. Out of nowhere, they just went ham in the fourth quarter and ran over the top of OKC. Drake was there. That was kind of fun. Uh, making friends with some of the uh, doughy-looking OKC Thunder fans. <laughs> Seriously, OKC are up eight going into the fourth. Then bang, Jay Sean Tate, Armani Brooks just smoked him. Like, Armani Brooks, Brooks, he just smashed a couple of threes. Houston get the lead in the middle of the fourth. And the Thunder just scored. They just couldn't get anything to go. They scored two points about five minutes of the fourth quarter. Jay Sean Tate gives them the lead at 1, 11, 1, 10. 26 seconds left. SGA misses the game-tying, re-game-tying three. And then it's free throws the rest of the way for Houston. They win. Because Jay Sean Tate had a fucking career-high night. He was incredible. SGA had a career-high as well. He had 39. He went 14 of 16 from the free throw line, but the Thunder went 8 of 32 from downtown. Dort had 19. Jeremiah Robinson Earl had uh, 12, 9, and 4. But no, look, 11s for Trey Mann and Ty Jerome, but that was it. It was brutal scenes for the Thunder without uh, our man Gids. Jay Sean Tate, though, for the Rockets. What a weapon. What a day for the former NBL guys. Lamello, Jay Sean, 32, 10, and 7 with five blocks and two steals. What a game. Uh, Amoni Brooks, uh, he had 18, went 4 or 7 downtown. Mr. Garethan, uh Matthews, he had 14 as well. Houston, big win. I think they've now got the third longest win streak in the NBA at the moment. They're 5 and 16. That's the dyslexics 6 and 15, which is what OKC have. And then finally, just before we started taping, Sacramento beat the Clippers 124-115. Fun game because Sacramento decided not to shit the bed until right at the end when they decided to shit the bed, but they held on. 124-115. They win by 9. They're up by 25. In the fourth, I think, at one point. And, uh, yeesh. Oh, maybe in the third quarter, it was still 25. But Jesus, look, they just lose focus so quickly and then shit the bed. But, you know, like the Clippers, a team of pretty, you know, heady kind of vets. I also love that Eric Bledsoe's like, yeah, man, I've got to be really aggressive today. We don't have Paul George. Oh, yeah, the Clippers didn't have Paul George. And uh, Eric Bledsoe proceeded to play 19 minutes and score eight points on three of five shooting. Two turnovers. Three assists. Thanks for coming, Eric. Uh, no one else really did much for the Clippers. 17 for Zoobs. 12 points for Reggie Jackson on 15 shots. True, man. He was good. He had 19 and four and four. The Duckman, Luke Kennard, had 19. But, and uh, Brandon Boston Jr., 13 points. Just gave him a little bit of a spark there. And that's where it all came from at the end. Like, it just sort of came from those dudes. Trey Mann, Kennard. Hartenstein was pretty good. 11-8-4 as well for him. But uh, the Kings, they were led randomly. Davion Mitchell just couldn't miss. Terrence Davis with the start. 23 points for him. Three steals. He went 5-9 of nine from downtown. He took over in the third quarter. Like, that, the start of the third quarter when they're up only 10. So, look, this was kind of... The Kings leap out for this one. With no Paul George, Kings take control. They're up 21 point in the second quarter. Oh, in the first quarter. Maybe in the second quarter. But either way, the Clippers stick around. Serge Barker, Brandon Boston, uh, Reggie Jackson. They had it back to 10 at the half. And then the third, Terrence Davis goes ham. It goes back up to 19 quick. Gets out to 25. And you're like, well, there you go. The Kings have pushed a lead to 25. They're feeling good. And, of course, then they shit the bed in the fourth. But still, Buddy Heald had a bit of a rough one. Two of seven for him for his four points. But Davion Mitchell was really, really good. He has 20 points, 7 of 10 shooting, as mentioned. And Dowser Fox has 24 and 5. Bloody good game. There was a bit of a uh, injury scare for Rashawn Holmes. He had 16 and 11. Uh, but turns out he's okay. 12 and 11 for Tyrese Halliburton as well. Still can't shoot very well. 5 of 13 at the moment for Tyrese. But still, big win for Sacramento. 
Needed that after that uh, shit pumping by the Lakers the other day. 11-11 of the Clippers. 9-14 for the Kings. Let's do an NBA Australia approved performance of the night. <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Giannis. Giannis. Are you kidding? Of course it's fucking Giannis. He was awesome. 40 points, 12 rebounds, 9 assists, 15 of 24 from the floor. 1 of 4 from downtown. 9 of 13 at the line. But the game winner. Like, he just proved, oh, well, you can't give it to Giannis in the clutch because he's not going to be able to take the shot and he's not any good because of it. He just defers to Middleton. Boom. Just fucking runs out the guts and gets a layup and wins the game. That was fucking sick. Look, there's a couple of really good ones, obviously. We had career highs with SJ and his 39. Jay Sean Tate with his 32, 10, and 7. Five blocks. Career highs all over the place. Obviously, Lamelo with his 36, 9, and 5. But Giannis just... It was such a nice stamp because he was so good all game and sort of just scored routinely every time they needed him. And then, boom, right at the end, the game winner. That was sick. Because you're like one of those things like, don't settle for a jumper, go at the hoop, boom. It's exactly what Giannis did. Who was Spud of the night, though? Spud, 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 Spot of the night. There was a few uh, nominees here, but, I mean, come on. So Spencer did when he goes 1-9, but he does have the 11 assists. Jonas Valenowitzki, as mentioned, 1-8. of eight, Not ideal. 1-9 of nine for Mook today. 0-3 oh, from downtown. 1-8 of eight for Herb Jones as well on the pals. Uh, but come on, this one's got to go. It's just bloody well got to go too. <sighs> Duncan Robinson. Colder than a kiss from your stepmom. Oh, of seven. Dunky. Mate, what is going on? I don't know what has happened, but Duncan Robinson has just seemingly fallen off a cliff. He played 20 minutes in this one. Oh, of seven from the floor. Oh, of six from downtown. Just has a horrible stat line. He has the zero points, zero rebounds, zero assists, zero blocks, one steal in 20 minutes. That's it. Duncan. I'd like to have a beer with Duncan because he could fucking probably use one. Uh, one of nine in the last game against Denver. Just shocking scenes. And uh, it's Duncan Robinson. Like, he's not that bad. What is happening? But, yeah, his shot has been wildly up and down uh, for basically this entire season, right? Like, so the 0 of 6 coming after the 1 of 9. The thing was, I believe it snapped his streak of actually always making a 3. Even though, you know, he's had some rough ones this year where he was like 2 of 11, 4 of 11, 1 of 9, obviously in the last game. I think it was 63 straight games with a 3 and he uh, didn't get one today. So Duncan Robinson, spot of the night. Who was Old Mate No Mate? Old Mate No Mate. 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 Who's got No Mate today? Well, Gordon Haywood elbowed Grayson Allen in the face and Grayson Allen was called for a foul for putting his face into Gordon Hayward's elbow, question mark. I do love it, though. The refs are like, nah, that's Grayson Allen. Fuck him. Uh, So they did check the vision. I swear, if this is not Gordon Hayward doing this to Grayson Allen, somebody gets kicked out. (laughs) But Grayson Allen cops one right in the fucking chops as Gordy brings his elbow up, clean clocks him under the jaw. Grayson Allen's like, what the fuck? And Grayson gets called for the foul. 
Absolute scenes. That's some definite old mate, no mates. Hey, even the refs literally fucking hate your guts, bro. Kind of vibes from Grayson Allen. Panting of the night. Had some pretty tough ones. So Cat dunking, slipping off the rim and then falling on his ass wildly hard was a bit of a panting because you're like, this is one of my things when uh, refs ping dudes for hanging on the rim for like a fucking skerrick of a second more than the ref is like, oh, well, I don't think he did it. This is where the problems arise because Cat has dunked. And if you're not thinking the entire time, well, I can't hang on to the rim because these fucking dickhead refs who have never dunked in their fucking life are going to ping me for hanging on to the rim for my own safety for one more second. Cat dunks it and kind of just loses his grip and goes straight off and under and just falls so hard on his ass. Luckily, the MRIs apparently have come back clean, so just brutal because that's going to wind you. It's going to fucking knock you for six. And come on, like, it's completely avoidable if you just go, look, if you need to hang on the rim, just don't be a cockhead about it. Boom. Uh, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, he got his shot just taken away by Jay Sean Tate. I enjoyed that one. Chuma! Chuma Kiki got got by Aaron Air Gordon, playing against his old team, Aaron Gordon. Uh, dunked Chuma into the ground. But, of course, today he's got to go to Drew Holiday. He got crossed up into absolute fucking oblivion. Oblivion. Fucking Mastodon, yeah. Uh, by Lamello. That's right. Lamello just was like, oh, is that Drew Holiday? One of the best defenders in the NBA? Don't care. Cross. Bang. Drew just fucking ate shit. And uh, over he went. That's a pantsing at home. Brutal scenes for Drew. Y'all got pants. And finally, this is one's easy. Better than Lonzo Ball. Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody, LaMelo. Come on. Easy. The little brother. He was awesome. 36 points, 9 assists, 5 rebounds, 3 steals and a block. 12 of 22 from the floor. 8 of 15 from downtown, including that game tire late where it's like he literally couldn't do anything more. Like, Giannis comes up with an amazing play after that to win the game. But LaMelo got them right back into it. He had 36. He was fucking awesome. He had seven turnovers. But as I said, you get that on the big jobs. And I'll tell you what, that is better than his older brother, Lonzo. So, LaMelo, today. I mean, you may, like, clutch as fuck. A game-tying three. That was huge. 8 of 15 from downtown. LaVar is just somewhere going... Better get your merch, get your merch. BBOA, BBOA. See me posted with the fam. See me posted with the brand. Y'all just do it for the gram. And we do it for the fam. Hey. Purple, because you know what time it is. It's bowling season. It's bowling season. All right, let's uh, be back with some yeah nahs right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey guys, this is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. All right, let's do some yeah nahs. They're brought to you by thedailyliquor.com from East Ninth Brewing. That's right. If you're in Melbourne, party time. Getting close to, close to Chrissy. You need to bring the bottle out of you. Don't go and get the Omicron Percy I ate by going to the bottle or getting breathed over by some weird desperado. Just bring the bottle out of you. They'll bring it to you 
Rona free. You've got your selections of beers, wines, cocktails, whatever you need on the dailyliquor.com. The party packs are insane. So, in order to celebrate the celebratory season, go check it out and you'll get a free six pack of the old Dos Blocos X on your mate Jimmy if you're banging the code Strayer at the dailyliquor.com right now. So, if you're in the Melbourne metro area, you get same day delivery if you order before noon. Check this out right now and get a free sixer on me. Right, so, NBA Australia's year Nars. It's NBA storylines, where we decide whether they're more yeah or more nah. Number one, hey, Jimmy, a second-round pick for tampering, is that anywhere near enough of a punishment? Yeah, nah, hell fuck no. Nah, of course not. They 100% should have been doctor first. Uh, maybe, like, you could... Look, you're the NBA. You're basically making this up as you go. You go, we're going to dock you a first, uh, pro- a lottery-protected first. So we're not going to take your next lottery pick, but we will take your next first round pick sucked in. Because the thing is, like, they can't exactly do that because everybody is very clearly tampering. It was just in these two instances, they were so fucking blatant about it that the NBA had to do a four-month investigation where they docked them a second round pick. That's fucked. But because everybody's doing it, they don't really have a leg to stand on because then... If you go hard after Miami Chicago, they're going to be like, well, I literally have proof that the Knicks, the Nets, the Lakers, the Hawks, fucking everybody has done the exact exact same shit, and you've just, like, set up a fucking firestorm. The craziest part is the Bulls don't have their own second-round pick until 2026, and the Heat don't have theirs until 2028. So, I think a couple of them, there might be a couple of incoming second-rounders. So, the NBA is like, oh, well, your next second-round pick, like, the NBA might have to wait a fairly long time until that penalty actually kicks in, which is just fucking insane. So, I don't know. I'm, I saw this. I'm like, this is the usual sort of NBA sweep it under the rug. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Bullshit. And the rest of the team should be ropeable. Speaking of which, should the Bucks be pissed, Jimmy? Yeah, nah, fuck. Yes. If you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan, or if you are just the Milwaukee Bucks, you should be fucking ropeable. Because they got screwed out of Bogdan Bogdanovich just purely because of the threat that they might be busted and the threat of a sanction where they're like, well, we think you might be tampering. What are you doing? And they didn't get him. They should have just gone fucking through with it and gone, well, it's easier to beg for forgiveness than it is to, uh, you know, right up the front just not do the fucking thing. So, uh, like, as it turns out, they should have just gone through with it, signed Bogdan, because guess what? They could have gotten him... And it would have just been the same fucking punishment, apparently. Because that's what's happened here. The Heat got Kyle Lowry and got pinged a second-round pick. The Bulls got Lonzo Ball, tampered to get him, and got pinged a second-round pick. The Bucks didn't get Bogdan and got pinged a second-round pick. That is fucked. I'm just saying. And they got fined. That's insane. In what fucking universe the NBA operating were you like, no, that seems fair. Idiots. Anyway, Jez Oz. Hey, buddy, how's it hanging? Got a couple of year nars for you. Number one, Cade Cunningham is only above Giddy in the rookie ladder because he's the number one pick. Yeah, no, nah, I saw this as well. So actually, Jez sent through the uh, the graphic too. And it's like, yeah, no, nah, fucking, yeah, I love this. If Cade Cunningham was pick number seven, he's nowhere near ahead of Gids. It's fuck, like He's had like three good games. Like Duarte, Chris Duarte and Davion Mitchell have basically been as good as Cade Cunningham. But... They're not knocking down the door at the top of the rookie ladder because they weren't the number one pick. So, yeah, that's a really good spot. 
And this is it. Like we we build up draft picks and their draft position and the players that go in that spot, it doesn't really seem to uh, matter. Like the same thing was happening with Jalen Green earlier. It's like he was fucking horrible and he was still at the top of these rookie rankings and ladders and shit. It's like, have you watched him play? Oh, he had 18 points, man. Yeah, he took fucking 23 shots. It's insane. So, yeah, Goody, Giddy should definitely be above Cade at this point. Look, Cade's turned a corner, but Gid's been fucking good from the get-go. Settle down, everybody. Yeah, if he wasn't number one pick, he would not be there. That's a good one, Jez. Uh, number two, the way things are panning out for the Lakers, if they don't win another ring in LeBron's time, then the 2020 championship will, A, definitely have an asterisk, and B, will keep growing the shitter they get. Yeah, nah, this is fascinating. I love it because, like, I kind of think, yeah, like, the bubble title where you get LeBron with, like, five months off to get fucking jacked, chilling, healthy, AD plays out of his skin suspiciously, amazingly, and, like, two years later, not even two years later, like, this team's a mess. Like, they've gone from two years of being the best defensive team in the league and now, like, after AD and LeBron... Like, who's their second best, like, their next best defender? Is is it Rondo? Because, holy shit, they're just horrible. They they let Caruso work, walk for reasons that haven't really been explained well. Oh, well, we couldn't afford to keep THT. Then. Yes, you could. You're the Lakers. You print money. So now you've got, you're like, oh, nah, it's fine. We've got Avery Bradley. We can get Avery Bradley. It's like, have you seen Avery Bradley's plus minus numbers? I mean, it does keep getting brought up. It's like it's one of the weird sort of uh, juxtapositions where you look at him, he looks like he's playing good defense, and it looks like they're doing okay while he's out there on defense, but they're being outscored by like 144 points while he's been on the court. Like, it's absolutely fucking crazy. Like, is Rondo like their next best defender? Because it's definitely not Westbrook. Austin Reeves, he's not quite Caruso yet. <laughs> it's certainly not Malik Monk. Shit, Wayne, Wayne O'Ellington? Like, Bradley ideally would be it, but he's older and shit, always injured, and, like, Blaze guys. Blaze more, every team he goes to, you're just like, what the fuck have we done? We've made a horrible mistake, and no one learns until you've done it. So, um, it's like herpes. Uh, <laughs> I've made a horrible mistake. Uh, at least with uh, Baysmore, you can move on. Uh, but either way, yeah, I think the Asterix, I think... If LeBron doesn't win another one in LA, it definitely comes with at least a bit of a discounted vibe because we understand how hard it was to win that at the time. But in terms of like actual titles, it does feel just a bit fucking janky now, doesn't it? Just a little bit. Especially if this all just goes down in flames. But either way, it's early in the season. They'll be fine. Unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, I don't know about you, but like... This tampering shit, it's pretty easy, right? You either let it go or actually fucking police it. Like this middle ground of everybody knows it goes on, we just don't just don't get caught kind of shit. It's just dumb. Like it's not punching durries across the road from high school. Like it's just, this is a multi-billion dollar fucking business where if you're going to have rules of tampering that you're just going to fucking go, well, we're going to ping you the same as we ping these other guys. It's like, this is stupid. What are you doing? That's not a punishment. Fuck off. Adam Silver, what are you doing, mate? Absolute Bush League shit. Uh, and then finally, what are we going to do? We're going to do a bit of an Outback Takehouse.
It's Thursday, and out back, and you know what that means? Oh yeah, bloomin' onions. That's right, two for one, bloomin' onions. Uh, no one in Australia knows what the fuck a bloomin' onion is. It's some sort of deep-fried onion made to look like a flower. Because you American fat bastards are like, oh, better deep, I better deep-fry that. It makes no bloody sense. In Australia, all we do with a bloody onion is chop it up, have a bit of a sook, and then throw it on the barbie to go with your snags. Everything else can fuck off. Only at Outback. And today's Flame Grill take is, Adam Silver is very clearly tampering with LeBron's COVID tests to keep him fresh for the second half of the season and the ratings bonanza that will follow the NFL. Only at Outback. I mean, something fishy's going on. LeBron thinks it. Adam Silver's there switching tests pinging Kobe White at the same time. <laughs> He's like, we just need LeBron healthy after, until after the Super Bowl, and then we'll run into the playoffs with a healthy LeBron. We're going to make so much more money. Love it. All right, Australian Player Watch right after. Oh, it's Hammer Week. It's got to be Hammer. This is Shane Hill, and you're listening to NBA Australia. All right, Australian player watch today. Aussie Matty T, Matisse Tybal in that loss to Boston. Wasn't bad. A shot looks a bit wonky at times, but he still had five points, two of six shooting, one of five from three. But he went for three rebounds and assists to steal in a block. Out there guarding Tatum in crunch time. You love to see that. Forced the Schroeder uh, sort of shot because he had Tatum well, so well covered. But yeah, good on you, Matty T. Josh Green got out there. Who's Josh Green? Uh, in that win, that absolute blowout over the top of the New Orleans. Got out there for five minutes and he had four points. You love to see it. He had four points, a perfect two of two from the floor. One rebound, one assist and one steal in only five minutes. That is bloody good. I believe that equals his uh, season high four as well. So good job, Josh. Love that. And the other Josh, Josh Giddy, obviously, as mentioned, out against the Rockets with non-COVID illness. Hopefully he's all right. You never know. It's okay, see. What's in the water? Oh, it's all the fracking, man. <laughs> uh, what do we do on... on uh, what is it? It's a Thursday, so we also do a bit of Kiwi Corner. Well, I'll tell you what, Stephen Adams is a bit of a uh, rough, rough, rough run of it late, isn't he? He's back down to 6.4 points a game, 8 rebounds. And uh, since we last checked in him last Thursday, uh, he had 2 points, 2 rebounds and 2 assists against Atlanta on Saturday. Played 18 minutes. Uh, that didn't go great. Uh, <laughs> they got their asses handed to them, remember? That was that brutal loss. Uh, 3 points, 12 rebounds. Was it 4 assists? Holy shit, 3 blocks and a steal against Sacramento. So three points. He goes one of four from the floor, one of two at the free throw line. And then uh, yesterday against the Raptors in that crazy win, he had four points, eight rebounds, two assists and two steals, shot two or three from the floor. So a nice little turning of the corner. Uh, of course, the majority of the Raptors' big man rotation was playing like shit, but he uh, absolutely beat the shit out of Precious and Chua. So great stuff. So there you go. That's the big Kiwi. Going hard or going home. A lot of going hard. Uh, the Patty Mills Game Table Game Day Twitter check-in for today is actually just a great one. James Harden just posted a bunch of photos of him, uh, one of which is a pic of Patty getting a big high-five and being giving a big smile uh, from Harden. So it's Harden's back. James Harden's like, hey, here are these four photos of me. <laughs> and the last one is of Patty 
mostly with Harden there also. But I tell you what, those goddamn Nets City Edition jerseys are kissing fingers emoji. Great stuff. All right, game previews and picks. Let's do it. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How's it all going? Yeah, not bad. Uh, Good times at the moment. Surviving in under the thunderstorm. Luckily, got the stormwater fixed last week, or else we might have been underwater here. Just saying. Uh, But either way, uh, we went... Of today's games, we went one, two, three, uh, four. We went five of nine. Not bloody bad. Had some good picks too. Nailed the Cleveland pick and uh, Sacramento as well. So five of nine leaves us at, let's say, 174. 174 of 318. That's all right. Take that. Tomorrow, we'll get some belters. Chicago, go to the New York City Knickerbockers of New York City. This is going to be great. Chicago Knicks is always a great one. Scene of the crime throughout most of the 90s. <laughs> much to the chagrin of the Knicks fans. Uh, the Bulls are two and a half point favorites. I think they've just got too much size and too many weapons uh, for the Knicks at the moment. The Knicks trying to figure out a new rotation. I think the Bulls will just be a little bit too good. I'm taking the Bulls minus two and a half. Toronto hosting the Bucks on a back-to-back. It's one of those games where you're like, well, Milwaukee should struggle. And then you remember that Toronto have got like a million goddamn injuries. I'm going to take the Bucks. They're four and a half point favorites actually in Toronto, which is pretty crazy. Uh, but I'll take the Bucks here. I think they can bounce back a little bit better and uh, than you'd expect. And that Toronto might still be in a bit of struggle town. Yeah. OKC, go to Memphis. Remember, Memphis without Ja Morant. OKC on a back-to-back. Hopefully, Gids is ready to go. If Gids goes, I think... OKC can cover this. It's plus nine and a half for OKC in Memphis. I will take that if Gids plays. Uh, I'll take Memphis minus nine and a half uh, if he doesn't. Because I think Memphis, look, they've looked pretty handy without Jar. They're spreading the love. OKC do have the games where if Giddy's not there and SGA doesn't drop 39 like he did today, they really struggle to score. So I think I'll uh, take Memphis minus nine and a half if there's no Josh Giddy. Detroit, they go to Phoenix. Uh, the Suns riding high after that Booker. I think this is just a bit of a janky, weird Detroit game where they cover the 12 and a half. It's just too many points. 12 and a half. The Suns will kick the shit out of them. Detroit will get it down to 10 at the end or something and cover the spread. Phoenix will continue on their winning ways, and that'll be 18 straight. Unbelievable. And then finally, San Antonio, a three and a half point underdogs in Portland. Portland without Dame. San Antonio with like a litany of dudes they can just sort of throw at CJ. I'm taking San Antonio plus three and a half. I think they can win that on outright. Like, what's going on? Like, you've got Teenage Mutant Jakob Pertle versus Yusuf Nurkicello. And, I mean, who else in Portland is really scaring you? Norm! I mean, I think this is a pretty fair matchup. So give me San Antonio plus three and a half. Nice! And that's it for today. Can you believe that? Well, we're going to finish off with the Diary of Stephen Adams, but still, I'll be back up. You know, tomorrow with uh, all of those games to cover. Big weekend preview ahead too. Either way, make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Facey IG. We've put up the uh, Hammer Day, Hammer Time, to uh, memorialise Shane the Hammer Hill going off for 15 points against my Sonics. Uh, so go check that out. Uh, NFL Australia, myself and Gaz chopping it up about the NFL. You can go download that from your uh, podcast app, whatever. Adam with World Wrestling Australia, go check that out on YouTube. Your season finale is a belter. You'll love it. Follow FWCIE on Twitter as well. Get around NBAstraya.com slash shop. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Just in time for Chrissy. Uh, check us a rating review on your podcast app. 
Get around manscaped.com. Use the code STRAYER and get 20% off and free shipping. Your men's grooming products. TheDailyLicker.com. Use the code STRAYER get a free sixer. Knowable. Download the Knowable app from your app store. You get 20% off getting smarter. It's like Spotify for learning shit. I love it. Uh, big thanks go to From Ozzo for the intro and outro song. Go check out the other bands who we also feature in NBA Australia. Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinator, Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Jedi, Green 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 and Dozers. Smash them all on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Apple Music, Spotify. However you listen to your tunes, do that. We support Australian bands. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it, do it now. All right. We'll finish up with a brand new diary of Stephen Adams and we'll catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying look after yourselves, would you? And... Little Jose now! Oh, kia ora, brews. Stephen Adams here, brew. I'm just popping by for my weekly diary entry, brew. So here goes E. Oh, dear diary, brew. That's me. Stephen Adams, eh, brew? Oh, but you knew that, bro, because I'm a diary, eh? And you know all my deep, dark secrets, bro. Like how I did a secret spew, bro, at the bar the other day because of a bad oyster, bro, and about 50 beers, eh? But don't tell anybody, ever, anyone, eh? Because, like, I love oysters, and I don't want anything to get it out there about that, bro. So, shush. Ah, uh, so it's been a weird few weeks, eh, bro? I mean, we either lose really big, or we won really big, right? So, a bit of a tough one. We lost my friend Jar to an injury, bro. Jar's a really good bloke. He's a really fun leader. He's absolutely explosive, bro. And uh, it really sucked to lose him, bro. And it sucked even more, bro, because after his injury, I offered to play with my friend Jar strapped to my back, bro, like Chewie and Thrupio, bro, in the Umpire Strikes Back, eh? You know how they've got Thrupio strapped to the back of Chewie, bro? I was like, oh, can we do that, bro? And they're like, no, Stephen, you can't do that, bro. I'm like, oh, that's bullshit, eh? Why not? I can carry him. That'll be sweet as. It'll be like a massive, massive, massive threat. Anyway, bro, uh, so I thought that was a bit unfair, eh? I mean, this is what basically LeBron does for all of his teams. I mean, it's ridiculous. Anyway, Brew, uh, I'm still loving Memphis. Like, the city is amazing. I love Beale Street. I love Blues Brew. Uh, there's lots going on. I love the big drunks that you can walk around and drink. Uh, that's sweet as. I love how chill everyone is here. And, of course, the Memphis Barbecue Brew. I haven't done a poo for about three weeks, Brew, but it's all good. Uh, I haven't found time to check out Sticks Records Brew. Yeah, Sticks. It's really good, Brew. So I saw some sweet R&B songs and albums and stuff that they put out, Brew. And I was like, do you reckon I should like cut some wicks? I would love to cut some wicks. You know, a bit of shredding, Brew, or McDar, Brew. So, yeah. Anyway, I uh, better get back to work now, Brew. Our defense has been really shoddy, Brew. Um, it's about as shoddy as a pair of my cousin Rongo's jandals, eh? So, yeah, I'm trying to watch lots of videos, Brew, to figure out how to fix it. So, uh, maybe I should just get... Back to cooking some sweet as defensive hungies for everybody as well. Get them back on their game, eh? So maybe I'll go do that now as well. Okay then, Bruce. Till next week, eh? I'll speak to you then. Cheer, cheer. Love. Stephen Adams. <laughs>